Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number 3, Part 2, with Frederick Van Johnson, Bart Bouchatz, and Cowie Gamont. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we finish off the Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number three, part two, as Bart, Kelly, and Frederick help me spend a little more money, just like they did in the first round. Let's go back and let the panel do the picking. Now we get to go to round three and see, oh, God, I'm afraid of what Frederick's going to pick. Um, <laughs> no, you're not afraid of what he's going to pick. You're afraid of what it's going to cost you. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Frederick, you're Be up. afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so I'm continuing um, in this sort of video uh, mode that I've been in, in small video. And I think I, I, I don't know if I used this, this pick on a previous, um, gift guide, or if I've talked to you about it before, Chuck, but this thing, have you guys seen these? This is not, these are, although this is the same size as roughly as an AirPods case, that's my AirPods pro right there. Mm-hmm. This thing, however, is a 4k camera that is in a rechargeable clamshell Shut that opens up door. opens up like huh. this. Oh, but wait, there's more, right? <laughs> it opens up like this. So you can record, it has a little screen there and the record button. It has little, little legs on the back that pop out oh. like that. So you can <laughs> oh, set it no. on the table, you oh, know, no. and record. It's, you know, it's obviously rechargeable, thing. right? Oh my God, it's adorable. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It gets better. Tripod socket on the bottom, USB-C on the bottom. You plug it into your computer and remove the files and do all that. But here's where it gets really interesting. So You're going to tell me there's a Hello Kitty one. uh, And then I will be doomed. (laughs) No, this comes out. So it's in its little, I call it like a little coffin, right? So it opens up and then this guy comes out of here, put the case down. There's the camera. Right what? there. For size comparison, this is a this is the 14 Pro Max here. It's that's the size comparison. Amazing. Wow. Right there. Oh my god, it is so cute. But wait, there's more. It's magnetic. <laughs> it you can stick <gasps> it on any magnetic surface. So you want to get that shot, you can stick it anywhere or keep it in the case and shoot that way. It comes with like four or five different mounting accessories, like one Christian to Christian. clamp it to your bike, one to you know, it's got this like gecko stuff where you can stick it on a wall. It'll just stick there and you pull it down. It's got all these things to it. It comes with a, this, I call it the Iron Man mount, right? So there's a little lanyard that I have on underneath here and you can. That's what that was it. earlier. That's what I was putting on. Look at that. So you can stick it to yourself and do the POV view or ride your bike, you know, <laughs> take it off. And when it dies, you put it back in the case like this. It's magnetic. Goes back in there, you close it up. You throw it back in your bag and everybody's happy. Oh. The last thing is when it's out of the case, not in the case, when it's out of the case, it's waterproof down to, I think, 10 meters or something. <laughs> so further wow. than I'd ever go. It's I've done these little things where you can it's completely waterproof. It's like the go it's like 
It's like Insta360's answer oh, to dang. the GoPro, right? So you can take it. I put it in a glass, an empty glass of wine with the lens facing up and poured wine onto it. So you get the shot of wine filling <laughs> And you take it out, that's you cool. rinse it off, put it back in the case, right? So, oh, that's amazing. amazing. How much is it? Yeah. This one, I knew that was coming. This one is $2.99 for the standalone, but I would suggest getting the all purpose kit. They're different kits. So you can get a pet mount kit so you can strap it to the back of your pet. <laughs> you can get a selfie stick kit if you want to be that person, uh, a bicycling kit, you know, with all the mounts for bicycling and motorcycles, all those things. Um, I got the regular all purpose kit. And that comes with the little Iron Man thing and the stick on the wall thing. It comes with a mount, a clamp that you mount to a baseball cap so you can stick it right on your Ah. forehead and go about your business. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Again, if I lost it or if it got broken, I would rebuy this thing in a second. So, yeah. Okay. I I used to be a fan of the the GoPros and stuff. And I have found that the single best way to, to video yourself cycling is on the chest. Because yeah, the handlebars of a bike are ridiculous. And, and they exactly. shake. You need the shake. hands. You absolutely need the hands. Otherwise, it's just boring. Yeah. So if you're going to throw yourself down a mountain with a camera, here has to be here. Yeah. It's yeah. just perfect. Yeah. That's check it awesome. out. Yeah, it's called the it's called the Insta360 Go Two. So okay, check it out. Yeah, the Insta the Insta people make some great, great, great stuff. They do. They yeah. really do. crazy. Crazy, um, yeah, Frederick. If you said it, I was yeah. too busy being awestruck. Um, what what kind of uh, battery life does it have, and what kind of capacity does it have? Yeah, this thing, uh, thirty two gigs on board. I want to say, yeah, thirty two gigs on board. The battery capacity of the camera outside of the case is about thirty ish minutes or so. It's a tiny little battery in there, um, but you can put it back in the case and charge it. I think up to two or three times in this case. So, you know, Ooh. and it's got the way that the way that this camera works, that you turn it on, you can set it's basically one the whole thing is a button with a lens on it, basically, with a magnetic back. So you can set it in the preferences in the software to behave differently. So you can set it to start recording instantly when you open the case or you press the button, it'll start recording or you double tap the button, it'll start recording and wants to t- stop it. So Depending on your preferences, you can configure that. But the, I think the idea for the, this device, I don't think it's designed to be a, a GoPro replacement because GoPros will run, you know, for the whole adventure, adventure. I don't own one, but I hear that they'll just, you know, they'll, they'll keep going. This mm-hmm. one is for like moments in time, right? Like, oh, I'm going out to dinner or I'm, I'm at this place. I want to record this real quick. Boom. You could put it on there or, you know, I'm hang gliding. I want to get this shot. You stick it on your stick it on your hat or whatever and go get it and it's done. The the Insta360 software that comes with it. So this lens is a is a I think roughly 170 degree field of view lens on the front so it's it's almost spherical. In the software you can in post aim <laughs> where the camera is looking. So in, so if you get if you get the shot and it has automatic horizon leveling. So it doesn't care if you're shooting like this or upside down or whatever, it will automatically give you a perfectly straight horizon. Then in the software later, you can go kind of point the camera where you want it to go. Like the, like the bigger 360 cameras that they offer as well. Yeah. Very nice. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, the bonus the bonus tip on top of that is this little silicone case doesn't come with it. I bought that off of Amazon for like three bucks or something because I want yeah. I like the grippiness. It's in this like slippery case and something this expensive and this small and delicate. I need a little grip on it, so yeah. I put that on there and it's it's great. All right, oh boy. Okay, adding that to my list. Dang. <laughs> at least at least it's not at the top of the list. So that that's something, Frederick. You didn't just keep topping yourself. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well. So I tell you what, we've um, I've gotten uh, messages from the chat that we have a couple people that have a bit of a hard out. So we're going to try to speed things up just a little bit. Um, so um, Bart, you are taking doing your pick for round three. Yeah, and so remember I said I'm increasing in price, so we're now up to 112 euro on special offer, 170 euro normally. So okay. after I come home from my bike ride, having had you know having had my watch stay comfortable, being able to see where I'm going and everything, I want something tasty to eat, and this has oh, revolutionised how I deal with meat. It is a sous vide machine from a company called Anova, <gasps> the Anova Holy. Precision Cooker Nano. Ha ha! And it is. Amazing. It has an iPhone app, so you can control it from your phone, and you basically pop it in, and I just have a giant big pot, fill it with water, vacuum seal in the meat, put it in, and you get the most restaurant-perfect steak every single time, oh. no matter how much of a klutz you are. Whether Rich. you're doing yeah. fish, whether you're doing meat, whatever it is, you just look up what temperature should this be. 46 degrees Celsius. Sir, yes, sir. I did swordfish over the weekend. It was 46 oh. an hour. It was perfect. Just seared oh. in a bit of butter afterwards. It was amazing. So it's completely changed. And yeah, I just can't say enough things. And for the best hundred euro I ever spent. Just yeah. Haha. You cost me no money I this time because I bought one of those a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and can't live me. without it. Yeah, I have one too. What, what's your steak temperature? At uh, 53 Celsius. Oh, you like well done. That's well done, right? Uh, no, it's medium. Is that medium? Yeah. 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 I'm right in there. I think I'm 47. 47. Right in in that neighborhood. Yeah. So we have Mm -hmm. a new, this, this is interesting. We have a new category of, you know, what, what is your sous vide number? Um, (laughs) Hello and welcome to (laughs) me. It's precision precision (laughs) cooking. So it really is chemistry, right? And you read, you're, you're reading on the web going, well, if you go with this temperature, it will have, you know, fat will be more rendered or less rendered it's pure science and it's just yeah. every mm-hmm. single time it's exactly mm-hmm. the same and once you have it dialed in if you excuse the expression to what you want it's guaranteed zero effort i used to stress so much about steak especially if i bought a nice fillet steak like, oh my god what yeah. if i ruin this no, yeah no chance. Can, yeah. I, can i throw a tip on top of your tip for that on the cv that i just discovered well i personally this has been around for decades um, but with the sous vide, when it comes out of the bag, right, it's still a little, you know, grayish looking yeah. and you sear it to get the lines and all that. I bought a, a finishing torch, a cooking <gasps> torch, a physical butane like a torch. There's got to be a cooking torch because you don't want flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you you finish it to the perfect crispness in two minutes and it's done. You're mm-hmm. a hero every time. And those are like 12 bucks. Not to mention you look cool. If you have guests over and you break oh, out yeah. a blowtorch, instant straight oh, yeah, Of course. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. So, so, so just to be clear on that, um, you don't, you're not searing it. Uh, well, I mean, you're using the blowtorch to sear it. You're not throwing it in a pan to sear. No, okay. no, 
No, I could. I bought a cast iron ridge skillet just for the sous vide to sear, but that makes a lot of mess and it's, you know, it's iffy and you got this perfectly cooked steak and then you got to like guess on the searing time. So I wanted to take that variable out of the equation and just got the, got the torch. And now it, like you said, it's math, right? You just, okay. I like a little darker, boom, and slice it a little bit, throw it on the plate and you're a hero every time. The pro tip I would give is for if you're giving that as a gift to somebody, um, if you go look for like accessories, like you want to put together like a little, like a basket of, like you don't have to be anywhere near as fancy as the accessory availability would lead you to believe. Like you don't need, you don't need a special pan. You don't need a special container with a lid. You don't need um stasher bags like you know if you're gonna put a lot of miles on them it might be worth doing down the line but like you don't need them to start you can literally store brand zip tops and stick them in and call it good like you don't have to get anywhere near as fiddly as you know it's like lots of other sort of food-based hobbies like you know whiskey and coffee and all those kinds of things like Mm -hmm. you can get as fancy as you wish but to do the thing you don't really need more than you probably already have in your kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. You could cook a steak in a bucket with that sous vide if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And it still comes out amazing. Yeah. I've Mm -hmm. still got to have dinner tonight. So now I'm really hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So Kelly, you're up for round three and keep in mind, we're starting to push up against the time limit. So yes. So, um, well, uh, it turns out this is going to be a revenge pick because I'm going to make Frederick spend a little money because he's going to need a container for his handy dandy portable little kit of DJI and little yeah. magnetic flippy do 4K cameras and what have you. So this yes. is a this is called the Air Caddy. It is from Waterfield Bags, sfbags.com. This is my favorite. Um, I have the blue one. It is beautiful. Nice. I'm here to tell you. Um, this has a number of, of awesome features about it. So the point of it is called the Air Caddy so that you can take um, the, the, the hoo-hahs and the whatnots, again, being technical, um, of what you need when you're on a plane. And this fits in the seat pocket. And that's oh, its whole yeah. point. And it comes in iPad size. So there's a mini, an iPad mini custom. Here's the thing. If you don't know anything about Waterfield slash SF bags is that they custom make all of their devices for um, or all of their their gear for specific devices. So if somebody has an iPad mini, one of these is $59 and it's a little smaller than this one. This is for the uh, iPad Pro and this is $69 and for the 12.9 inch iPad Pro, it's $79. Um, so there's this front pocket <clears throat> um, and another thing about them is that all of their bags have this gold uh, lining on the inside so that you can see in your bag what all is in there. So yeah. uh, this front pocket is nice and flat and it's got a little um, a couple little pouches on the side here. It's sewn in the middle so you can tuck your phone in there, your AirPods. Um, I just got that. I mentioned I had been traveling and I just got to use this um, actually on a plane and I've had it for like two years and finally got to actually stick it in a seat pocket. And as weird as it sounds, that was very exciting. Um, and then in the back, uh, there's a, a lot more pockets. Uh, there's uh, two two of the same sort of pockets down the one side here. Let's see if I can hold this up. Um, yeah, so here's a pocket, and then here's another pocket, and then back here, it, it won't show up very well. It does, uh, the zip goes across the top and all the way down the side. And uh, back in this corner, I'm not going to show it to you, uh, there's a narrower pocket so you can drop your Apple Pencil there. 
And then oh. uh, this side, this side is padded and you can, uh, it will fit. That's where your iPad goes. And uh, in a case, if you don't have a whole lot of case, it will still fit. And then you've got this whole pocket in the middle. And what I've discovered is that this is, um, this is my uh, tech support bag. So when I'm headed to somebody's house, like, uh, let's just take an example at random. I'm off to visit my in-laws and, uh, you know, cause they live about an hour away. So it's a, kind of an expedition to go there, but they're probably going to ask me something and I want to make sure I'm prepared. So I'm going to take this and throw my iPad in it, maybe a couple of cables, a couple of adapters, you know, a, a battery. Um, cause I always like to make sure that I have a battery with me. And then, um, like I can take this with me as a, as a short trip kind of a thing or like I've done small weekends for uh, like like weekend trips and things and this is a really nice way to sort of like I can have everything like if it's if it's a car trip I have everything I want in the front seat with me I can read on my iPad or I've you know dropped my Kindle in there and there's this is a very you can put a whole bunch of stuff in here I am a person who you know if if your bag is meant to hold 10 items I will have 12 in it minimum at all times and I have yet to like stress this out um, throw a bunch of stuff in it, zip it up, and it's always ready to go. It looks awesome. It, um, all of their stuff is is really great. And uh, like I said, this is a uh, this one is the sixty nine dollar version. It holds an iPad Pro, uh, M one or M two, and um, super great. I love it. It also fits nicely in my backpack. Uh, like if I'm traveling with my laptop and stuff, I have kind of all my iPad bits of stuff all in one place, and that also makes it super convenient. So um, comes it. in a bunch of colors. I like the blue. Um, but yeah, and, and you can use it for, for all kinds of things. So, uh, yeah, I think I might've just, uh, gotten back a tiny bit. SF bags, right? <laughs> yes. SFbags.com. Very cool. nice, Kelly. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so for my third round pick, I'm going to make this quick. Um, this is kind of boring. I've got one under the desk here, um, that you can't see because everything is plugged into it. We all have power strips, right? And the power strips, you know, you you kind of fight them because if you put a brick in it, then it blocks off something else. Um, and I so I can't show this, but there there will be an image on the screen for the viewers. But I want to recommend the power strip tower from Lovin, L-O-V-I-N. Um, this thing sits, um, I guess it's about eight ten inches high, and it has fourteen outlets um, and four USB plugs in it. Um, all in one unit. Um, it's so it's a tower. It's got three sides, and that's how you have all those those um, <laughs> those outlets in it. Four sides, excuse me, four sides, and that's how you have uh, all those outlets in it. Um, it's it's thirty bucks. It's and there is a, a you know small surge protector in it to keep things. You know, I, I'm not sure I'd want to plug everything in and trust it if I was having really expensive gear. But at the same time, you know, plug this into um, a, a surge protector or a, uh, a UPS, and you, yeah, I said that uninterruptible power supply UPS, um, and mm -hmm. and it'll protect your stuff. So um, it's it's something I've I saw this at a conference, and it's like, why didn't I see this before? <laughs> why, why hasn't somebody come up with this? Why do we mm -hmm. always go long and not go tall? This solves mm -hmm. the problems. Mm -hmm. So. Today's Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack. The Mac Voices Slack is where you can connect with the members of the Mac Voices Live panel and other Mac Voices patrons. Get in on the discussions, agree or disagree with our opinions, and get your voice heard. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks for supporting Mac Voices.
for round Amazing. four, we're gonna we're gonna try to respect Great. the panelists' times here, and we're gonna switch things around a little bit. Um, so Bart, I'm gonna let you start off round four, and if I remember correctly, this is your coffee round. This is my coffee <laughs> round, and you have, bear in mind. So I'm going oh, increasing no. price, right? And bear in mind that I went and bought two of these, so it definitely passes the test here. You know, Frederick, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't. Not only could I not live without it, I couldn't live with only one. Um, no. So oh, no, I. During COVID, I became quite the coffee snob, um, so I have been <laughs> fueled by homemade coffee here all evening, and I now grind my own beans, and it turns out that the cheap grinders that are made of blades do a terrible job because it all comes out random different sizes, a complete mess. So you need a burr grinder, and well, let's just say I spent 270 euro on an amazing burr grinder from Barraza, and uh, I love yeah. it to pieces. Well, I always have regular beans and espresso beans because sometimes I use my French press and sometimes I use my mocha pot. So I now have two of them in the kitchen sitting next to each other with a sticker on them that says espresso and regular. <laughs> and whatever I want, I just hit the button. It has a little timer. So I know that it's 12 seconds to fill up my French press. I just hit the button on the regular beans and I get my French press. And if I go to the other one and hit the button, I get uh, 15 seconds for really fine ground stuff for um, actually it's for the um, AeroPress. Um, mm -hmm. which I also use a lot. And the difference it makes when your coffee was a bean and then 10 minutes later it's in your cup, it is indescribable. Not to mention the kitchen always oh. smells amazing because there is always like, you know, three times a day there's like fresh coffee grind. So it's amazing. And it's just, you grind exactly what you want, exactly when you want it. Mm -hmm. It never gets stale. It never gets old. No more mason jars, just perfect coffee. And Barraza, amazing brand, and they have a lot of different models. I went with the Virtuoso, but depending on what you feel like the espresso, there's ones that go straight into the espresso holder. They have lots of different models. They're just amazing products. Thank you, Bart. I, I, I wish I could, I want to get into coffee just so I can have all this cool gear that, and, and this process that you go through. You know, it, it, yeah. it the other wonderful. thing I didn't take, I bought a kettle with a thermometer built in, so I can now dial it to be at 93 degrees Celsius and it will stay there for an hour. <laughs> Which so one? I actually got it. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. It was probably from okay. the same company because it looks like it matches the, um, it looks like it matches everything <laughs> else in my kitchen. Um, and so in the morning, I just go in and I hit the button to say, go to 90 degrees. I grind the coffee, then I make breakfast. And by the time my porridge is done, Water is at temperature, pour it over the coffee, wait 10 minutes while I eat my porridge, and then I have perfect coffee. And, you know, I have my perfect insulated cup, so this lasts me until lunchtime, and then I do the same for the afternoon. And if I podcast at stupid o'clock in the evening, it lasts me until 10 o'clock at night as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to try that. Yeah. I'm a Keurig savage. I got to stop being a Keurig savage and actually make real coffee at some point. <laughs> Yeah. It's part of the morning ritual. It, there's something really nice about having that kind of a ritual in the morning. Um, and it smells amazing and tastes amazing. Yeah. Bart, I know you have to go. Um, so before we go on, I will uh, ask you to let folks know where they can find you. And I'll say thank you once again for doing our holiday gift guide. It's always great to have you and really, really appreciate it. I have so much fun, Chuck. I spent ages picking out my four things I like best and trying to spend your money. It's really good fun. So thank you for having me on again. Um, I do two podcasts at lets-talk.ie. They're both monthly shows. So at the end of every month, I do a review of everything that happened in the world of Apple. The idea is instead of looking at all the trees all the time, we zoom out and we look at the forest. So what actually really matters in this month of Apple news? 
And then I do another show on photography, middle of the month. And there's no rules. It's called Let's Talk Photography. And it's whatever floats my boat. I try to avoid gear talk. I like to keep it about the art and craft of photography. Sometimes it's me pontificating. Sometimes I'm explaining some sort of techie term the listeners care about. Sometimes I have a panel on. Sometimes I do an interview. It could be anything. It's going to be about photography, and I'm going to be passionate about it. That's kind of the only rule. So let's-talk.ie. Great. Thank you so much. Happy holidays to to you and yours. Um, and we will definitely see you back here on Mac Voices at some point. I look forward to talking to you in 2023. Um, yes, indeed. Happy Christmas, or as Thank we you. say here in Arleg, Nulig Shunagit. Basically, it's Irish for happy Christmas. Whatever you just said, right back to you. Yeah. This is like yeah, likewise. <laughs> yeah. Mirrored right back at you. <laughs> yeah. And 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 feel free to stick around as long as you want, but this way you can drop out as you need to. So I I need to drop out, Chuck, because it's 10 p.m. and I haven't started dinner yet. Uh, I have oh. better half in the other room who has sort of been looking at me going, You said you were podcasting. Did you yeah. really mean to be this late? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no take problem. out. So anyway, <laughs> thank you. Bart. Apologies. Anyway. See you, take folks. Care. Take okay. care. See ya. Kelly, I know you have a bit of a hard out too, so I'm going to ask you for your fourth yeah. round pick. Um, what do you got? Well, it was going to, well, I, I was rethinking it and uh, I decided to go with my original, my original pick um, because I, the thing I was going to pick instead was a pick that I had last year. So, um, you know what? Actually, I'm going to bring that back anyway. I'm going to, I'm, I'm calling an audible right here. And cool. um, so full disclosure, um, I have I'm going to pick a book and I have known the author since before years started with two. So just to put that out there, full disclosure, we're, we're very, very old friends. Um, my friend, Aaron Hockley is also known as the tech photo guy. And he wrote a book called computer, the computer ate my photos. And it's about artificial intelligence and photography. And he talks about um, uh, the things that your phone can do. Um, like with your pictures, uh, ways to manage your photos. Um, and it's super great. Um, Aaron's been a, a photographer for a long time. He's a, um, uh, he was the, I'm going to get it wrong, but he was like the president of the Photography Association of Oregon. I don't remember the exact name of it, but um, he's won awards for his photos um, when he realized the, the quality of pictures he could take with his photos, he decided to go start entering iPhone photos in competitions and has won competitions with pictures he made on his phone. And yeah. the full title is The Computer Ate My Photos, Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Photography. And the reason that it's interesting to me is because uh, it's very approachable, uh, his, his book. It's, it's not meant for I mean, it's a fun read if you're a nerd, but if you're not a nerd, you're still going to get a lot of interesting information out of it. And it will tell you, it will help better inform you about what kinds of things are the strengths and weaknesses of sort of different picture taking mechanisms that you may have and helps you um, uh, figure out the things that you, that you want to do. And like, where is the automation a really good thing to use? And where is it sometimes kind of iffy? And uh, you can find, uh, Aaron has a YouTube channel. Um, more full disclosure, uh, he occasionally talks to me about stuff over there, so you can sometimes uh, find more of more of my uh, orange office uh, over on his channel as we talk about things like upgrading gear and um, iPhone photography tips. If you want to just make your pictures better and and not necessarily buy a new phone in order to do that, um, he has a lot of tips for that sort of thing. 
and does a lot because he started out and and still does a lot of DS like uh, SLR photography and then DSLR photography and and also uh, you know primarily digital. Um, uh, he has been through that entire evolution and can can tell you about all kinds of stuff with lots of experience and um, really smart, really entertaining. And the book is really approachable. Like I said, um, it's a very it's a it's it's a, a reasonably quick read if you want to just sit down and carve out some time for it. And um, uh, I have it. I bought it. I read it. I really like it. And uh, I like to. It's one of those things that just sort of helps better inform uh, the kind of pictures that you make and um, help you make the best use of the tools that you have. So that like sitting down and reading parts of this book or even the whole book will upgrade all of your equipment just because you have a better understanding of of where the capabilities are stronger and maybe not so. And when you want to let the automation take care of things for you or the AI take care of things for you and when that's something that you may want to keep uh you know under your own control and then help you also spend your time effectively. Uh you know, so you're not spending it on the stuff that you don't need to do. So, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Great. Very Thank cool. you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I know you have to go too, so I will let you tell folks where they can find you, and then Frederick and I are going to duke it out for the the last of the round four. <laughs> um, oh, before I forget, um, the book is twelve ninety nine. Um, I believe uh, that's for the paperback. Um, I don't remember what the digital version situation is, but uh, it's it's twelve ninety nine. Um, also, very nice. Um, and it's paper, like I said, it's paperback. It's a nice gift. Um, you can find me on Tuesday nights doing my very best to drive Chuck far away from the topic he decided to start out with on Mag Places. Um, the rest of the time, you can find me over on the Incomparable Network where I talk about nerdy things like uh, Westworld, which is a where Greetings from the Uncanny Valley is a show that I do with Don Melton. I also have a show called I Want My MCU TV where we talk about the latest Marvel Entertainment unit coming from Disney+. And uh, you can sometimes find me when Mike Rose and I can find time to record over at aftershowpodcast.com. And... Um, at least in the short term, you can still find me shooting my mouth off on Twitter until uh, that no longer becomes a viable option. And uh, when I have a chance to resurrect it, uh, you will also be able to find me over at theslice.net, where I will give you uh, slices of information about technology, primarily Apple stuff, and uh, the ways that you can use it to make things better. Excellent. Love it. Love it. Kelly, thanks so much. And and again, I know you have to go. Thank you for this. Happy holidays. Yes. Um, and we'll see you back and here to soon. You. Yes. Thanks so much. And uh, I appreciate, um, I'll let everybody know my Amazon wish list is public. My birthday is in the middle of November. So if you're seeing this before <laughs> that, there may still be time to send something <laughs> off that list this way. I mean, I got to put it out there. If I, if I say it enough times, it's true, right? Like being king of the north. Yeah. Right. Put all the things I mentioned on that list. Everything I mentioned, <laughs> put them on that list. Yeah. Uh, I only have two of them right now, but I'm on my way. So I'll make sure. There you go. Those. There you go. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Thanks so Kelly. much. Take care. Bye, guys. See ya. Nice meeting. Okay, Frederick, they're gone. What are you going to do to me for round four? <laughs> Well, I'm going. I'm going to go gentle. There, there go no, gentle. there are no witnesses now. So I know. Yeah, yeah. Go buy the new MacBook. Now. Um, <laughs> no, there's, there's actually things. Can I do two picks? Sure, two picks sure. Okay, uh, and I'll be brief because you know I know we have a we had to go. But the first one is software. So, are you familiar with a company called LumaTouch, Chuck? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, so they make yeah. Luma Fusion. They just revved it to version, I think, 3.2 or 3.3. Um, but if you don't know what Luma, Luma Fusion is the app I'm talking about, if you don't know what it is, it's an iOS app uh, currently. And I say currently because presumably they're working on an Android version. But it's an iOS app that is essentially Final Cut Pro or Premiere or DaVinci Resolve on a mobile device like your iPad and or your phone. And it's amazing. And it kind of goes, it goes into this whole uh, less do more with less in smaller gear kind of modality that I'm working in. Cause now I can shoot with all those toys that I showed, I showed you, I can shoot with those toys and import them into the iPad or on an external drive like this plugged into the iPad and edit right there. And if you're on an M1 Mac, LumaFusion will run on that Mac as well as a as a regular Mac app. So you have a full workflow between starting an edit on your phone if you wanted to and then doing more on a, a larger screen like an iPad and then maybe either finishing on the iPad or finishing on the Mac. And it just kind of plugs into plugs in that hole that's been missing of pro level tools for video editing on the mobile devices. Now that the processors in those devices are ridiculously powerful, now we can get stuff done and actually create content there. Especially when you're talking about using, you know, like small cameras like this, it just starts making sense. I can go shoot, maybe I'm doing an interview or just a monologue or something. I can go shoot and then sit at a Starbucks and import all my footage, put on some headphones and go to town with Apple Pencil on e editing the footage and even publish it from there if I wanted to. So it just kind of changes the paradigm a little bit. And the second thing, Chuck, is this. So um, yeah, let me, let me, let me prepare here. So avert your eyes. While I'm with this here, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> no, okay. So this here is my, my everyday carry, oops, sorry, my everyday carry bag. And it's a, this is a tactical shoulder bag that I bought off of Amazon and I'll give you the price in a second. So, you know, get your wallet ready, but I bought it off of Amazon and I, I'm a ex, I'm ex military, I'm an ex military combat photojournalist. So I like the tactical kind of feel to things. And this is tactical, right? I've got a attachment here with my sunglasses on there, or I swap them out for these if I'm not using them. Uh, but the cool thing about this bag is it's just a simple bag. There's nothing special about it other than how it looks. But inside, I keep two of these guys. These are peak design uh, accessory bags. And in each one of them, I have various accessories for various things. Like in this one, I've got all my power cables, extra charging batteries, all those little bits and bobbles that I need are in this one. And then in this one, I have camera accessories for all those little, the little cameras that I had. So they all just kind of go in here and they sit neatly. The reason that I separate them like that is I have a bag problem, right? <laughs> so I like bags and sometimes I need a backpack with all my cameras and lenses or, you know, if I'm using a proper camera, uh, quote, proper camera, or sometimes I just need this. Sometimes I'm traveling. I need something bigger because I'm hiking somewhere and taking all of your stuff out of one bag and reassembling it into another bag is tedious. So I came to the realization one day, like you need bags within bags. So I can just take these out and put them in the other bag and I'm good to go. So now the bag becomes just a shell 
depending on what I'm doing that day. Like this is my everyday bag. So this is always with me. But if I'm going on a shoot, I can just pop these two things out, throw them in my Peak Design backpack, and I have all the stuff that I need with me. So it kind of works that way. This bag, which I, I'm, I'm liking, I've only had it for a couple of weeks now. This bag was on Amazon for $27 <laughs> for the bag. Wow. This bag is 20. And that's the thing. So I was solving for a couple of things when I got that bag. So number one, if if I'm in an everyday sort of, I don't know where I'm going to be, like we're going to go, I may go have lunch in San Francisco or Oakland or, you know, maybe up to Sacramento, or whatever. I have no idea where I'm going to be at any given time. So I want a bag that's with me that is nondescript and doesn't scream. There's expensive camera gear in here. Right. So I just wanted a regular old bag. And it turns out if you're buying something that's not necessarily targeted at photographers, it's relatively cheap. Right? So, yeah. so that bag is not targeted at photographers. It's just a tactical bag. And I'll give you the link to it. Just a tactical bag and you put whatever the heck you want to put in it. I put peak design photography related bags inside of it. And now I have the best, best of both worlds. And because it was so cheap, I don't care about it. I can beat it up, bang it up. You know, if I need another one, I'll just order another one and put them in there. But it's been great so far. And it's a the mindset shift, I think, is the important tip here of compartmentalizing your gear into your bag so that if you need to switch bags to be more appropriate for a given situation, it's not you know, a tedious kind of effort of taking all, I got cables in this pocket and, you know, extra batteries over there and ND filters over there. You know, they're all in these little self-contained packs that then go in your bag. I even got, I even have one of those Peak Design accessory bags for toiletry items. So same exact bag, but it has all the toiletry items in it. So if I'm traveling, that goes in the bag, you know, and I'm, I'm good to go. So it sort of, streamlines and modularizes your life versus being scattered and kind of stuck in one, one way of doing things. Yeah. I'm a big fan of bags and bags, um, just for yeah. organization purposes. You know, it seems like right? such, you know, almost a silly thing, but it's so nice because then if something doesn't fit somewhere, you can move it to another compartment. Um, mm -hmm. or, you know, it, depending on which bag, which, which, big bag we're talking about, or if there's yeah. something you don't need for a particular trip, instead of having to take out 25 pieces, you just pull out that bag, that, that inside bag and sit it off to the side and go. So yeah. I love that, but that's, Definitely. I mean, that looks like a heck of a bag for 27 bucks. Yeah, wow. it's great. It's, it's great. It's robust. It, it feels military spec almost, you know, it's, it's, it gets the job done. You know, there's, there's no perfect bag as you and I know, right. Which is, evidenced by a closet I have over there full of bags, right? <laughs> but, I got the but, same you know, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't get rid of them and you get, you know, um, but this one, I think I'm, I'm narrowing it down as I learn different things like compartmentalization and nondescriptness of the outer bag and inside the bag, you have the utility, all those things kind of come into play. It's not just a oh, look at that great camera bag at the camera store. I'm going to get that one. It's going to solve all my problems. There's no one bag to solve all your problems. No matter what you're doing, you're a photographer or whatever, there's no one bag if you're creating any kind of content that's going to solve all your issues. So, you know, I've come to that realization over the past couple of months, and now there's a suite of bags depending on what I need to be doing. Like I said, I'm hiking or I'm on, you know, that kind of adventure, backpack all the way. You know, smaller bags go in the backpack every day, this tactical bag. Or if I'm going on a long trip, then 
I need the, you know, the uh, toiletry bag and some other bags can go in the bag, right? So it just works. It's a good system. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I'm definitely going to check the bag out because I like the look of it too, um, as yeah. well as yeah, it being a functional bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to finish small, which I really hadn't planned to do, but that's the way it's going to work out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, this is an Anchor uh, USB 3.0 hub. Um, and it's a small one. It's got a th- two foot cable to it. So it's not like you have to have it right up against your computer. Um, it does have the, the old style, um, USB connection. So you're probably going to need one of those little adapters. If you have, <clears throat> pardon me, a USB C, uh, MacBook or MacBook pro, but it's a small price to pay. And what you get is you get four connections four USB 3.0 connections. Um, mm-hmm. So that you can connect three different devices, drives or cameras or whatever to this. And, uh, you know, uh, the new MacBooks, especially the the um, the, the Air, or, yeah, the MacBook Air and, and the smaller MacBooks, you know, have a limited amount of ports. You need more ports. You need more things to plug in. And especially if you have legacy material, you know, that's that's what, what you want. Now, you can get, obviously, USB-C uh, ports on these things. But, you know, I'm not quite anxious to spend that much money when those little adapters are so cheap. And frankly, I have so many things that are still this style plug. So, yeah. um, you know, and it's right. Anchor. What can I tell you? It's it's uh, yeah. it's a, a great little device. And to Frederick's point, you know, drop this in a bag somewhere and you have a, a, a ridiculous amount of connectivity. Or just put it on your desk. And because of the two-foot extension, you can have all those things that you're connected to over there, away from you, out of the way but still connected to your device. Yeah. Uh, and Anchor makes Anchor makes great stuff. So, you know, go check it out by all means. Cool. Frederick, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. Nobody was here to witness that last one. Cause that I'm not sure if that was your best pick, but it's, uh, that was an awfully good one. Um, and it also yeah. probably helped me spend some more money. Um, good. Cause That's my pr- yeah. And yeah. I put the link in the chat here so you can get it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, so, you know, obviously, um, where can folks find you? I know you've been off for a little while, but what you're back in action. What do you, uh, where can we fo- follow what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Twip, Twip's been going strong for, you know, throughout all this craziness. Uh, but the, you can find me at thisweekinphoto.com. That's where the podcast is published and all, that's my Rome, right? All roads lead to thisweekinphoto.com. But a little bit of news I'll throw on top of that. I don't know if you heard, but. Uh, we announced last week that this week in photo has been acquired by Smug Mug Flickr. So oh. the yeah, so now this week in photo or Twip is part of it's the third brand in that trifecta of photography brands. So you got Smug Mug, you got Flickr, and now you have this week in photo as part of that that sort of constellation of of brands there. So that's what I've been up to over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> pushing that out. Yeah, congratulations! That's fantastic. I'm I'm a I'm a huge Flickr fan, so that's oh, that's great. really great news. Great. Make sure you're part of the Twip Flickr group. It's in there. I, yeah, this I will. Photo. I will. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Great. Yes. Yes. Um. So you know, happy holidays. Thank you so much for doing this. Um. We've Same always, to you. Always yeah. Thanks for the invite. It. Yeah. I would well, never say no to this. Ken, I would never say no. I'll always be here if it's at all possible. <laughs> Well, and I know sometimes life gets in the way of these things, but, you know, you're always welcome anytime. Thank you. Thank you. 
Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This has been a very expensive Mac Voices holiday gift guide for me anyway. Maybe it was for you too, but just think of all that cool stuff you're going to have. We've, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, he's doing it to me. He's doing it to me. Um, just a quick reminder that the links for all this stuff will be in the show notes for this episode. They're in the master list on the Mac Voices uh, website and also in our Flipboard magazine, our Mac Voices 2022 uh, holiday gift guide Flip mag Flipboard magazine. So go check it out. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.